Hello and welcome back to the Catch the Blitz show. I'm Thomas Prognick, as always, joined by Christian Catanacci. Christian, what's going on, man? I'm doing well, Pac. I'm doing well. It was a, it was a better weekend for me, coming off a big victory, but uh, it came at uh, the expense of uh, a disappointed Pac, who was in Buffalo uh, just a week after watching the historic beatdown of those Denver Broncos. He was in Buffalo to um, watch the... I mean, not historic beatdown, but it was a fair beatdown of, 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 beat uh, of the Buffalo Bills who were sort of like, hey, don't forget about us, but uh, we're still there. But hey, you know what? That's what you want to see as an NFL fan, obviously, and as a Dolphins fan, you want to see that division being competitive. And I think that just reassured uh, for those that thought that the Miami Dolphins would run away with it, which I don't think anyone did, um, but there were a few Um that those Buffalo Bills are uh, are right there back there in the mix. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll address the game quickly. Um, first of all, I didn't go in like I went in saying this is our hardest game all season um, in Buffalo, and it was my first time in Buffalo. And I will say, if you have not watched a game at Orchard Park, you have not watched an NFL game yeah. because whatever you think you're walking into, however loud you expect it to be, multiply it by ten. There's honestly, it doesn't do it justice for me to explain it. Like. You have to be there. It is crazy. Um, I told a couple Bills fans there, like, you guys have the best fans in the NFL far and away. And, yeah, that could be an ignorant comment because, I mean, Arrowhead is, I think, next on my bucket list. I've done Lambo. Lambo was great. Um, wasn't as loud as Buffalo. Like, not even close. It was, like, I don't know how you play there. It is such an advantage. Uh, such a such a great atmosphere. Game was terrible. Did not expect to get skunked like that. Thought it would be a tough game. Thought we'd probably lose. Didn't expect to lose by 28 points. But honestly, like I said, the biggest takeaway, you have to go see a game in Buffalo. Yeah. Did you get heckled at all? A little bit. Like, er everything was friendly. Like, yeah. you hear some stories where they're, they're, like, get in your face and start fights and pour beer on you. There was none of that. It was pretty hot. I wish someone poured beer on me because the sun was just killing me the whole game. Um, but no, th they were great. Everyone w was, you know, having fun with it. And what am I going to say after a 28 point loss? Right. So as soon as the game was over, I just got out of there as quickly as I could. Um, but yeah, that was it for me. I did Miami last week. I did Buffalo this week, back to the couch now for the rest of the season. My NFL tour is over. Um, but two, I saw two great games for two different reasons. Yeah. One was for atmosphere. One was for quite literally history, <laughs> but it was great. No, I, I can't complain at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've actually had my uh, fair share of games of, at Orchard Park. I tend to go every single year. I have yet to see a Cowboy game there um, that will be changing. I am going there uh, December 17th. I'm excited to, you know, freeze my balls off uh, in the uh, in the crowd over there and and watch, uh, hopefully, my, my Cowboys get a road victory. But, um, yeah, I mean, again, it was another very good weekend of NFL football. Um, there was a point where I was, I mean, you were obviously not at home watching, but I was watching Red Zone and I was like, whoa, like this is like, there. it was just pure mayhem. Like there was like a, a stretch of like 45 minutes where Red Zone was like, I, I, I was like getting anxiety because of like how much was going on in like a, just a span of, of just game after game. There was just play after play. And I mean, sh shout out uh, Scott Hansen. Uh, that guy's an absolute maniac. He's got. I don't know how. I don't know how he controls it. Yeah, the um, octobox going. Eh? It, it, there was. It wasn't even the octobox. He just had like he was bouncing from game to game, and then like 
in between plays, he was going to another one. And I was like, I, I had I had the Dolphins game on the TV. That took that took the uh, the center stage because I always got red zone on the side. Like you know, I like to pick a game. Mm-hmm. Right? I like to watch red zone, like on my secondary uh, TV or a computer or whatever. Right, and uh, I was like, what the heck is going on right here? Like it was just pure mayhem. But again, it was a very exciting week. Um, and I mean, we're obviously, w- w- despite, uh, this, this being a audio podcast, we're going to do something a little different this week. Um, we got a tier list set up in front of us. Um, and I mean, we're going to just go through every single team and we're going to be ranking where they are in terms of tiers and the tiers you got, uh, you got Super Bowl favorites, you got contenders. You got very good, you got meh, you got time to panic, and then the greatest tier of them all, the Broncos. Yeah, final <laughs> tier, the Broncos. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll put another team with the Broncos in that tier, but I think the name itself gives it away of one team that will for sure have their destiny sealed already. But yeah, like you said, we're going to try to do something a little bit different. If you're watching you on YouTube, you'll see the visuals a little bit more. Um, we're gonna do our best uh, yeah. to, to keep you involved, though, on the audio. I'm sure we'll, we'll we're gonna be mentioning the teams that are going in the tier, so it shouldn't be too hard to follow. But again, if you are listening and you want to watch the visual component of it, you can always go over to our YouTube. Where we, this is where we post um, the audio clips, and they'll obviously be available on our social media channels. But um, yeah, I mean, we could really just jump right into yeah. it here. We're gonna um, go uh, alphabetical order yeah, here. Alphabetical so we'll start order. off with uh, the Arizona Cardinals, the infamous Arizona Cardinals. Um, both of us said if their win total was 0.5, we wouldn't have taken the over going into the year. We've already eaten our words. Yeah, we actually both signed the apology letter yeah. last week. And and the Cardinals have been impressive through, I'll, I'll say impressive relative to expectations. Yes. If I'm placing them somewhere here, like, I think the time to panic is almost like, it's a weird thing for them to be under. Like, I almost kind of want to put them... In this meh category. Yeah, because I think like, it's true. They're, yeah. You shouldn't be panicking if you're a Cardinals fan. You were supposed to be the worst team in the NFL. You've been competitive through every single game so far. Like, I think they've kind of earned a little bit of respect. Yeah, I think that's very reasonable um, to throw them in the meh category. All right, we'll, uh, we'll move on. We'll go to Atlanta Falcons Atlanta next. Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead and place them. Go ahead, and I'm going to tell you if I agree or not. I think that's absolutely the right spot for them. I think Desmond Ritter um, has been just... Uh, I, I, it's, I, it's very hard for me to, to explain his play so far this season. And, I mean, they don't really have anyone else other than him. They got Taylor Heineke behind him. But, like, is that going to give you any sort of confidence? No. I think it is fair time fair. To put them in the time to panic because if I was a Falcons fan right now, I'd probably be panicking. I am um, promising start to the season. It looks like it just could go downhill from here. I I was very very vocal about the Falcons going into the season. Love their defense. Love their weapons on offense. Very concerned about the two most important things in the NFL, in my opinion at least, quarterback and head coach. Through four weeks, I've seen why they can be very good. I've seen why they can struggle. Um, so I'm panicking because I think ultimately the offense is really, really going to hold this. Specifically the quarterback and the coach. Like you said, Desmond Ritter has not shown us enough. Panicking about the Falcons. We'll move on to 
I mean, we got three bird teams in a row here. We'll go with the Baltimore Ravens. I think I've seen enough from Lamar Jackson. I mean, I know they had a couple, like, they're sort of wavering between these two very good and contenders, but I, I'm going to put them in the contenders. If you want to move them down, like, feel free to tell me. I think Lamar has been solid. I think he's been a little bit under the radar. The new weapons um, are slowly starting to click in, and they've had a lot of injuries. So I'm happy if, if I'm a Ravens fan sitting at 3-1 and one through four weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, if... The only backlash I'd probably give, like if there was a if there was a tier in between these two, they'd probably fit right in and probably be like one of the only teams to fit in there. I think they're very good. Um, I still want to see a little bit more from them for me to like put them as shoe in contenders. But again, I'm not necessarily gonna like give too much backlash on that. I think the Baltimore Ravens are a very good team. I think they're ultimately going to be contenders, so that's why I'm like I'm totally fine with putting them there. So I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you move it. I'm, I, th- I think it's I think they're they belong in that in that category. I think it all depends sort of how many teams we have in this top category. And this next team now, the Buffalo Bills, are a team that I would like to nominate as the first team that could go into that top category as Super Bowl favorites. Um, and I don't mean that they're the lone Super Bowl favorite, but they are one of the sort of teams that belong at the top. And they had a nightmare week one. Josh Allen looked horrible turning over the ball. Since then, it's just been a blowout, blowout, blowout. The defense looks like it could be the best in the NFL. The offense is rolling now. Boy, does this team know how to run another team out of the stadium, really. I, I think they're definitely a level above the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know. Would you, would you yeah, throw I think? Yeah, I think they All belong right, in let's, the top Let's here. throw these bills up there in Super Bowl favorites. We got the, the Carolina Panthers next. Are they the first team entering... No, I think they're in the time. To, I think they're the time to panic because they don't have a first round pick. Their first round pick is currently second overall, and it belongs to the Bears, right? You you haven't seen much from a young quarterback in in Bryce Young. Um, I I kind of expected him to struggle early on. Yeah, but not when you have C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson looking like like they are the real deal. Like you'd want to. I get it. You want to be patient with your young quarterbacks, but. I think they're one of the most perfect teams to put in the time to bat in category because if I was a fa- if I was putting myself in a Carolina Panthers jersey and I was a fan, I would be panicking big time. No first round pick. My quarterback looks like he's well far behind uh, the Anthony Richardsons and the CJ Strouds of the world. Um, I'd be panicking, no doubt. And you're, you're winless, Anthony or um, uh, Frank Reich is calling about calling <laughs> calling out plays that are made for only Adam Thielen. If that makes any sense in the world. I don't. He's like thirty-five years old. I don't even know why you would draw plays just for that one guy. And if your young guys can't do what he's doing, then you probably got to check with your personnel department. But I'd be panicking big time if I was the Carolina Panthers. I'll agree with that. Um, we'll throw them right in there at the, you know, with their NFC South counterparts, the Atlanta Falcons. Under time to panic, the Chicago Bears are up next, and. I'm looking at that bottom tier, and I'm thinking, <laughs> should we rename it to the Bears? Because they lost to the Broncos. No, no, no. The Broncos are... We're keeping the Broncos. But, later. like, the Broncos were down 28-7. Like, do you feel good about that as a Broncos fan coming out of the game? Like, Justin Fields just looked so bad against everyone. Then he looks amazing. And then there's the whole Bears perspective where it's like, oh, maybe Justin Fields is going to turn it around. You know, as soon as you take Chase Claypool out of the lineup, the offense looks good. Not a coincidence at all. Um, really, the toilet bowl, like we said last week, it did live up to being the best game. That was of the best week. game of the week. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> it wasn't the best game of the week. It was the most exciting I've ever been for for yeah. for an O and to watch 
two winless teams play, I have never been so involved and amped for a game it, in my it, life. It wasn't like it was 9-6. Like, it was 31 was and 31-28. Like, it, it truly, truly delivered as one of the best games. All right, let's get to the Bears. Are we... Putting them in time to panic, they can't. They can't get higher than that. Obviously, no. They're put. They're going in the time to panic. They're okay, to I. Panic. I may. I'm gonna see how this tier fills up. I. I may try to move them down. Or later. we put them down in the Broncos mm. tier, just because. Let's be real here. They're like you know. Yeah, put them down. Put okay, them down. we're putting the Broncos. The Broncos. The, 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 the Chicago mm. Broncos Bears. We're putting them right. at the bottom tier. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals could also join that Broncos tier. They have looked terrible, even in their one win. It was very, very. Unconvincing. Yeah. Joe they could Burrow very well be be on for right now. They they have one of the worst point differentials in the league. Joe Burrow looks two touchdown passes. Yeah, like very very limited. Jamar Chase is 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 cursing up a storm in the uh, post game interviews. It's not looking good for Cincinnati. We talked about Desmond Ritter and how bad he's looked. He's got some better stats than Joe Burrow this year. Like it, it is truly truly a nightmare start for the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think any fan could have imagined this through a month uh, of the season, especially after you went and paid Joe Burrow. I'm going to put them in time to panic, though, just yeah. because they, so they have too much talent. I don't think they can quite go any lower. But it is time to panic. Like, I get it. You could, you could turn your season around because you, you do have Joe Burrow. You do have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. You have a good team. Like, this is a team that's been amongst the better teams in the NFL the last two, three years. But it's definitely time to panic. Sitting at one and three. Um, you're seeing your wide receiver antics. You're seeing Joe Burrow doesn't look the same right now. He doesn't look right. I'm sure that a lot of that is health-based, but it is absolutely panic time um, down in Cincinnati. Little prediction. Well, we're only a couple teams into this activity. I think the time to panic tier is just going to be, be absolutely loaded yeah. by the end of this. It's looking like it could be very <laughs> And filled. we're only a month into the season. Cleveland Browns up next Can is, is very good too high praise for this Cleveland Brown team because defensively They're f- they've been phenomenal. Fantastic defensively. Last week, I think you can throw out because Deshaun Watson was out. You had a rookie, you know, just thrust it in there. Last minute, unprepared, tough game against the Ravens. I almost want to change the name of this tier and just call it like solid teams. But I'm gonna throw them. Uh, I think I think if you put them, you can put them there instead of very good. You can just do solid. We're, we're changing this. Yeah, we're changing. We're doing this. solid. Solid. There, there, there is no very good in the NFL. There's just solid, solid. and garbage and yeah. Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. That's it. I like. That. All right, solid. I like that. Cleveland Browns are going in solid because honestly, you can't be panicking. No, and I think they're too good for just to be called mad because their defense had a pretty historic yes. start. So yes. let's throw the Browns in there. Your Cowboys up next. I think are they the, contenders or are they in that Super Bowl favorites type class with the Bills and <laughs> see some other teams? I think I think they they belong um, probably in the tier below um, Super Bowl favorites at the moment. It just I'm just projecting. I think there's probably only going to be like four teams or three teams in that top tier. Um, but the, the only thing that's that's sort of driving me a little crazy is because I find so many similarities between the Cowboys and the Bills, like. I think they're both, like, incredibly talented teams. They both are capable of any given Sunday just blowing out teams. But they're also capable of just putting up a complete dud. You've already seen that with Arizona. You've seen that with with the Jets. Um, Both quarterbacks can look like they're top three QBs in the league one Sunday, and then they could look like Zach Wilson reincarnated the next. Um, 
There's a lot of similarities between these two teams, but I think the Buffalo Bills are a little bit more proven, which makes me want to put the Cowboys in the contenders category, which that could change depending on how they do play against the San Francisco uh, San Francisco 49ers um, this weekend. Um, so I'm trying to put the bias aside. I think contenders is probably fair for them. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, in a perfect world, you put them up there, but they're obviously, um, that week three performance against Arizona is still living a little bit in my head. So I want to just put them with in the contenders category. Yeah, I think that is fair. I, I would, wouldn't like argue much if you put them in the one before. The one thing I will say about them is they've had a lot of defensive scores. And while that's great, and I think they do have a top three defense in the NFL, that can sometimes be hard to rely on. Um, but in some of those blow games, like who knows, maybe if Dak and the offense needed to score more points, they could have went out and, and, and just easily done that. Um, but I'm, I'm fine with them there. Broncos are up next. We have a tier named after them. Let's, <laughs> let's throw them right in there. I don't think we need to waste too much time. Yeah, the, the defense <laughs> has been horrible. Honestly, a plus with them is that Russell Wilson's actually looked very good. I do want to say that. Yeah. He has looked very good. But the defense is, we're talking like all-time bad. Every single team that's played them. Jimmy G looked great in his first game. Justin Fields, I think, had, what, three incompletions all game? Yeah, he was 13 of 13. He set a record for most completions to start a game for all Bears quarterbacks. I think he's one of three. I don't want to mess up the stat, but I read it today. He's one of, like, three of 96 quarterbacks to lose with, like, a 140 passer rating, four total touchdowns, or this many, whatever. Some crazy, crazy stat. He's putting up elite numbers. Tua put up elite numbers. Uh, Sam Howell put up elite numbers. Like, every single quarterback just torched this team and the run game, too. The Broncos have the tier named after them for a reason. I know they have a win, but they've been absolute garbage. We'll go to one of my favorite teams in the NFL next. And it's it's they were my team last year. I was rooting for them. I needed to see more before I went all in on them this year. I'll say this. I've seen more. I love the way this team plays. That's the Detroit Lions. I'm going to put them in the contenders thing. Do you think that's too high? I think they have an identity, man, and they just stick to it. They're going to run the ball down your throat, and they're not going to stop. And I think you're seeing it week in and week out. Jared Goss able to turn those runs into some strong play-action passes, hit Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds. I mean, they're getting Jamison Jamison Williams back. Sam Laporte's playing a huge role in this offense. Dan Campbell's got these guys playing strong, hard every single week. I mean, I think they belong in that contenders tier, man. It's crazy to say to me. I, I we both sat here. I mean, and said, look, now this team has expectations. Let's see how they handle it. And I think they've been passing with some flying colors so far. I think they belong in that contenders tier, and they wouldn't surprise me if they're they're going to be a very tough team to beat. Like we're talking about the. I think they're not, I mean, the Cowboys are sitting on this tier with, with them, which makes it hard for me to say this, but I think you have the 49ers, Eagles, and the Cowboys in like the top tier of NFC teams, mm-hmm. but the Detroit Lions are right below it, right? Like they're not tier two, they're probably tier 1.5, yeah. right? And I think they belong, they've done everything to show that they belong in this contenders category, so I'm definitely on board with that. I think my favorite thing about the Lions, too, is that they can play tough on the road. Yeah. And I think their run game because they and run their the ball ability so to bleed the clock helps with that a lot. Yeah. And then Jared Goff, I mean, wh- whatever they ask him to do, he can do it. If, if he needs to shoulder a big load one game, he does that. If, you know, they make it easy for him and he's got a short, you know, yardage in terms of maybe it's second and three or third and two all the time for him, 
He manages that. He's been so, so good this year. I, I love these Detroit Lions. Uh, we got the Packers up next. I think you can probably put them in solid. I think they've been too good through meh. Um, I, I think they're solid. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're great. Um, but we, we expected this with Jordan Love. We yes. expected to see some good, and we expected some to see pains. some bad. Yeah. So I, I think that's fair for the Green Bay Packers. Houston Texans might be one of the most interesting teams to rank. I think they're solid, to be honest. I think they're, like, I would put them in the solid category, and which is crazy to say. They're sitting at 2-2. Two and two. I don't know. Like, CJ Shroud looks fantastic. Fantastic. They're not meh. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you have to put them in solid, you too. You have to. You have they're to. They're a tough team to play. Like, they just went and they didn't just beat Pittsburgh, who they it was killed a team that, that came Pittsburgh. in with expectations. Like, they killed them. And this is a Pittsburgh <clears> defense <throat> that was flying. I say what you want about the offensive side of the ball, which is struggling big time. But... Not only did they shut them down on offense, they turned around and put 30 points on a fantastic defense. A team, a def- You're also considering that this is a team that no matter who they're playing, when they're playing, they are always prepared to go in and beat a Mike Tomlin-led team by 21 points. That's no joke. Yeah. No joke. And CJ Stroud looks like fantastic. He's got nine touchdowns and zero picks or six, I don't know, something like that. No, he has yet to turn the ball over. Obviously, that's going to end soon. But like, they're definitely been solid. They've been solid. You can't put them in the meh because they're they they quite frankly have been meh. So yeah, they, they definitely I, exceeded every yeah, expectation. Big we time had for them. Big time. I'll, I'll defend the Steelers a little bit, and and we are going to get to them eventually. But it is hard for a defense to play well when your offense yes, is that yes. bad. Yeah. And I think they lead the league in, or the, they lead the NFL in in drive percentage that leads to either a punt or a turnover. They're either First or second, the Patriots are right there with them too. Um, so terrible, terrible on offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers so far. Uh, but we'll move on to another AFC South team, the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Colts are also another team that has sort of exceeded expectations, but I don't think they're quite solid. I still think they got a lot of holes. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's coming back, but to me, they're not very talented. I'd put them in meh. I'm not really panicking because, like I said, They've done well considering what they have. Yeah. Um, and, and I really like Stain, uh, Shane Steichen. Um, so I, I'll, I'll put them in meh for now. I'm definitely not panicking. Like, I'll, I'll, this is a team on the trajectory that they're going. I'll buy into them moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think they're definitely a buy. I don't think they're solid enough yet to be put in that top three uh, tier. But, I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the end of the year comes around and we're talking about the Colts being... They're sitting at probably seven wins, let's say, and next year you're like, okay, this could be a team that could yeah. make some noise next year, right? Or or get into the playoffs next year. I think they're on the right trajectory, like you lead into, uh, like you alluded to. Um, I think yeah, Mans is solid. Yeah, they're meh. All right, let's go to Jacksonville. Uh-huh. A lot of expectations going in. I'm I'm not buying them as a contender. I think they're oh, solid. Like they're solid. Yeah, like they still they're got solid. Like, they, like they're they're a strong team. They're going to be tough to play week in and week out. Um, they got Trevor Lawrence. They got Calvin Ridley. Um, Etn. Uh, they got Trayvon Walker, who's looking like maybe they should have probably taken Aiden Hutchinson over. Still a very good athlete, good player. Um, are they a team that took like a lot of people expect them to take a jump and like mm-hmm. be one of the better teams in the AFC this year? I don't think so. Um, I think solid is is perfectly reasonable for for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just like to see them get going a little bit more on offense. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence hasn't yes. thrown for three hundred yards once this year. Um, he's only thrown for more than a touchdown once. 
Um, and he hasn't hit three touchdowns in a game either. I think that'll come. But, I mean, they went on got Calvin Ridley. And after one week, he really hasn't done a whole lot. So I, I they're a team I need to see more from. But they're, they're fine in that tier. The Chiefs next, like, we're talking about the Super Bowl champions here. And I know they're coming off, like, they're yeah, coming off like, a pretty ugly game yesterday. But you still got to put them in the Super I, Bowl. I favorite. think they got to be Super Bowl f- in the Super Bowl favorites category, too. They still got Mahomes. They got Kelsey. They got Andy Reid. And then like, the defense has looked good, Yeah, too. it has. I think that's it been has. the brightest spot, if it anything. It has. And they look like th- this is with everything considering their game last night. Like, that was very poor performance. Um, I doubt you see them play like that again the rest of the season. Um, but, yeah, you can't not put them in the Super Bowl favorites, right? And let's be honest. If it weren't for a couple Kadarius Tony drops, like, they're they're 4-0. Yeah. Like, very, very easily 4-0 because I think that Lions game, when that offense wavered, like, that's not going to happen every week. Yeah. I'm going to keep them in that top tier. We agree on that. Raiders up next. Are they Broncos level bad? Uh, I'm going to say no, but, like... They're in time to panic for me. You think? I, I think they're just. I mean, you think they're meh? I, I don't think. I don't think they're like. I mean, I'll, if I'll I was, a, it depends. I, I, it depends what your expectations of the Raiders were. Like, I didn't think the Raiders were going to be like crazy. I just thought they I would think be so meh. I just thought they'd be like whatever they are right now. Like, I thought they'd just be like a whatever team. Like, I wouldn't. I don't know if you could panic with them because that's like. What expectations did they have to? To, 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 like, for you to panic with. I, I guess, you know what, they're in games. They're like, in like games. They got blown like, out against the Bills. Other than that, like, they, they beat the Broncos by one point. They were in it against the Steelers. They were in it against the Chargers. Like, I mean... I mean, the Chargers have their own share of issues, too. Let's let's not... Um, oh, look at them. They're up next. I, I'm fine with the Raiders. Yeah, I think, I am think... I, am I buying into the future of that organization no. with Josh McDaniels? Absolutely not. I think they're going to be a team that's probably drafting a quarterback next year. Maybe has a new head coach. But they're they're not an easy win by any means, so I think they're fine there. I will go to the Chargers next. Don't think you can put them anything higher than solid. As good, I don't even think they're. I don't even think they're solid. (laughs) Is it is it too harsh to put them in meh? Justin Herbert is. I know Justin Herbert alone. Too good. I know, but he him alone is gonna and Keenan Allen and they're gonna get Austin Eckler back. They're gonna get Joey Bosa back. I to me they have to be here. I think at full. At full potential, they could be at the top. They could, yeah, they, they very well could be. And maybe it's going to take a new coach for that to happen. But oh, Justin gosh. Herbert's playing at a very high level. Yeah. They almost beat the Dolphins. Like, they will always be in games when they have a quarterback that good. So <clears throat> I think solid. Yeah, fair. I think that's fair. I'm not going <laughs> to fight you too much on that. All the right. next team, though, the, the, the LA Rams, that is an interesting team. I, I'm going to move them. I think, I'm tell you I, how I feel. I think they're, I, yeah, you think they're solid? Ah, I don't know. You know what? I think. They are another one of those just meh. I think they're well coached. They are I well think coached. The defense is far and away exceeding expectations for one that had a lot of no name guys going into the season. Matthew Stafford is playing at a very high level. Yeah. And still turning the ball about, over a little bit too much, but that's who he is. You're right. They are about to get Cooper Cup back. I mean, Puka's been good. I, I don't know. They're, for me, it just feels like they're just like. Like, I don't know if they're going to make noise. Um, but then again, you look at the Met here, it's like they're not that. I mean, they just played the Colts in an overtime game. I guess they were on the road, but they they could sort of, like, to, I to think, have I them think, on the same level as the Texans, I'm like, okay, to have them on the same level as the Chargers, and uh, this is one, I think we might move it after. 
Yeah, we might. We might have to do some cleaning up here. Okay. You're let, fine. You can leave them in the salt. Let's go now. to the Dolphins next. Where do you see this team belonging? I think you I think you got to put the Dolphins in the t- top tier. You got to put them in the top tier. You think they're in the yeah, top tier? Yeah, you have to. They, they, they have, I mean, I'm not going to worry too much about um, last week. I think the Bills at home, it's just a divisional game. I'm not going to put too much stock in it. I think the Dolphins have the personnel to be, to, to be the best team in this league. Um, their head coach is fantastic. I think Tua, if you just, like, if Tua just is smart with the football, gets it to his playmakers, and isn't trying to, like, go there and, and, and try and make Justin Herbert-level throws where he's just trying to cyborg the thing across the field. I think he's going to be... I think this team is going to be a very tough team to beat week in, week out. I think they have the playmakers, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill. I mean, Devon Chain looks like he's, like, the best running back in the league right now. He's the best running back in the league right now. <laughs> right? After McCaffrey, he's the um, best. So I, I think everything about this team gives you... Um, Super Bowl favorites written all over them. I, I, I kind of want to move them down. I don't know. I think the defense is like incredibly worrying through four weeks. It, like they've been getting to, they through four weeks. You bring in Vic Fangio. There's there's these new expectations on paper. They got some good good names. They haven't had one game so far where I'm like, yeah, the defense really showed up that week. I I I kind of want to okay. move them down. I, I mean, just, I guess I, their def- the defense <clears throat> hasn't been incredible but i think like your defense is just maybe maybe i'm buying too like i, I thought two was good yesterday uh, against the bills i thought the offense was was pretty good the o-line didn't hold up for the first time all season um you know what we'll, we'll leave we'll leave them up i there. think they if belong there's a team, there let's say we have like six teams five teams up there by the end i, I don't think, think they're, they're gonna have the five teams, teams i think there's up. only gonna be one more team there okay um minnesota vikings up next are they solid are they mad are you panicking i'm panicking you're panicking about yeah. the Minnesota Vikings. I'm you want to put them th- all the way yeah. down here? I'm panicking. I think I'd argue for a little. Like they're always in games. I know, but it's last be year, one score. last year they they were 11 and 0 in one score games. This year they're, um, I mean they just won, but it's looking like it's going to be one of those years where they're in the opposite ends. But of I it. think if they're six and five in one score games, I do. I don't, I'm just. I don't know. Yeah, I look at, I look at what's playoffs. relative. I look at what's relative to them in that division. I think the lines are. Much better than them. I think the Packers, I don't know if I would say that they're much better than them, but I think the Packers have more upside. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. When I just look at the Vikings, like I just look at like a boring team. I just, I, I, for me, it's like uh, this is a team that you expected to maybe win double digit games and they're sitting at one and three right now. Like this gives you, and mind you, they had to like play out of their mind in the second half to come back against the Carolina Panthers. They were, awful at the start of that game um i mean the a win's a win but one and three is nothing to be proud about and i think that like that tier you just look at the teams with them i think they're it's perfect i think they're it's it's filled a bunch of teams that had somewhat of expectations and they've just done nothing but fall short of them so far and can we go ahead and, and move the new england patriots into that category yeah absolutely i think the, the patriots mm. i'd be panicking big time like what's going on with mac jones all he's done is insanely regressed since his rookie season. Um, like, is it time to roll out Bailey Zappi? Like, is that going to do anything? I, I really don't know. Mind you, I don't think they're the Patriots are doing him many favors in, in terms of helping him develop. But look, the fact of the matter is, is that's your situation right now. So if I was, if I was 
in that New England world, I would be panicking big time. I think there is no signs of this turning around anytime soon. I think it could only get worse from here. Um, heck, Bill Belichick just lost his, just suffered the biggest loss of his career. Which is crazy. Which is crazy considering he's been in the league for like longer than we've been alive. Yeah. Right? And I mean, it's just, everything points to this thing getting way uglier before it gets better. Yeah, I mean, everyone clowned us. Yep. A, a lot of it, you too, because you were even lower than I was on the Patriots. I thought they were a sleeper to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Um, I don't think they're that bad because I think they'll still be a tough out at home. But, like, Mac Jones has nothing to work with. He's making poor decisions. The offense has no downfield threat. They just have no talent. And it's, it's I mean, I think you got to point fingers at front office and that is also Bill Belichick because he's also the GM and the people who are making the decisions to sign some of these players in free agency and to not surround a, a young quarterback with explosive talented game-changing weapons the Patriots like it, it's going to get worse before it gets better they might have to restart again and they're learning very quickly that life without Tom Brady is not very fun all right we got about a quarter of the league left to go through the New Orleans Saints I think, like, the defense has been good. Yeah, they bring in their meh. car, but they're they meh. are so mad. And I, I was telling people going into the yeah, season, we both did. this team is by no means the favorite to win the division. And I love that Tampa gave them a nice, yeah. nice welcoming yesterday. Yeah, they, like, they welcomed They them. said, they this, is, this is going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. Um, we'll get to the Bucks in a second, but they have just been awesome. The New York Giants, up next. I'm not panicking with the Giants. I just think they're meh. Okay, we'll throw them in there. I think too. they're meh. I, I would panic about the Daniel Jones contract. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. But the team as a whole, I think they're just very meh. This like, is also being recorded before the Monday Night Football game. So, who knows? That, that could uh, change. If could they change go out there and they put they lose 40 nothing again, um, they might go into the Broncos tier. Never mind. The Daniel <laughs> Jones is uh, 0-9 <laughs> on Monday Night Football in his career. So, who knows? But I think meh for now is fair just because... They made the playoffs last year. I like their coach. They got some talent. They can they can hang around there for now. Uh, the New York Jets saw Zach Wilson resurgence last night. I think they're meh again too. I think that's a meh team. I don't. I yeah, like, you can't panic. You with can't the Jets. like you're you can't. not panicking like, because like you, you your panicking's your already been done in week one. Like you panicked already because Aaron Rodgers done for the year. Like what are you gonna do? You're making the most of it. Um, I mean everyone goes, oh Zach Wilson, we gotta go hire. We gotta go sign. So and so, like, what are you gonna pull Matt Ryan out of retirement? Like, they're like, oh, let's trade for Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah, people don't understand that this isn't Madden. Like, <laughs> the Vikings who just worked with their quarterback all offseason. I get he's a free agent. I get it's not a good start. Yeah, like they're not just gonna trade him they're after just four trade weeks. Trade their starting quarterback and then just, oh yeah, well, the rest of you we're not gonna try. Like, yeah, like that's not happening. They're um, mad. I just what I love with the Jets is every single game feels the same. Like yeah. literally every yeah, game yeah. is the same. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> There's like Robert Salas fired up. Zach Wilson looks terrible at times. Garrett Wilson looks frustrated. Brees Hall, you know, rips off a big run. And, and then they don't they use the this guy. <laughs> the defense holds up and then they lose. That's every single Jets game. <laughs> I'm not even a Jets fan and I, and I know how it goes. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles up next. You said that you only think one more team is going to be in this Super Bowl favorites category. I think that means that you think the Eagles should be just in the contenders area. Yeah, I think the Eagles are... The Eagles, I mean, look, I, I get it. They're 4-0. Um, I just haven't been convinced. Um, I think, I mean, 
again, it's, you, I don't like nitpicking wins and losses because, like, you look back week 17, like, nobody really remembers how you won. They yeah. just remember the, the wins and the losses. But um, I think if we're – you really have to nitpick here. We're tearing these teams, right? I think um, – I just think don't think they've shown enough yet to, like, oh, okay, they're back to where they were last year. They're the powerhouse team that they were um, just a season ago. I still think they have room to grow. I think there's – probably strides to fill in which they might they might become that um but you look at their games they just haven't yet had a convincing win and they haven't had the best competition like they played two teams in the time to panic tier um <laughs> I know you're referencing our tiers <laughs> and and like they weren't necessarily convincing wins over them um did they, they they did kill the bucks which is fair i mean Again, at home, you'd expect that like to happen. It was like a slow win, though. Like it, yeah, it, it, it was it close for a little feel, bit of the game. You're right. It didn't feel like a and typical it was, it was mostly a defensive Eagles. performance, yeah. too. So I'd want to see more from that offense. I want to see more from Jalen Hurts. I know it's still there. Um, I just don't know if they've shown enough to be like, oh, okay, they're Super Bowl favorites. I, I think that everything you said is, is fair there. We'll go on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, personally... These Pittsburgh Steelers have looked so, so bad on offense. I know I was very high on them going into the season. I'm still a big admirer of the talent they have on the defense side of the ball. But I'm panicking. Like, I don't think Matt Canada is going to make it to the end of the season. Um, they just don't have any identity. Now Kenny Pickett's down with an injury. Najee Harris just does not seem like the running back they originally drafted. Um, I am getting closer and closer to being out on the Pittsburgh Steelers as the weeks go by. I mean, you think that's too harsh or no, I think that's perfect. I think we're actually in the panic phase right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You look at Kenny Pickett's stats right now, who he just played his 16th career game. So you got a full season. I mean, now 17 games, but in 16 career games, his stats sit at 11 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, a 72% completion rate and a 76.6 quarterback rating. Those are just very concerning numbers, um, and not what not what you want to really see from from a guy that you draft in the first round that you project to be a franchise quarterback. Um, it's just been a very rough start for Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what's crazy is the fact that they still might go on and win nine games, which is an yeah. allude to how great of a coach Mike Tomlin is. But um, I think it's time to panic for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I get it; they can rely on that defense to win them some games, but. Um, if we're talking about the ultimate ceiling of this team, there's just it, it doesn't feel like they have anywhere to go. So with that being said, I think it's perfectly placing them in that time to panic tier. Those Kenny Pickett numbers, is that 6.2 yards per attempt too? 6.2 yards per attempt. I, I've become a, a massive lover of the yards per attempt stat. I think it tells a lot about an offense. I think it tells a lot about a quarterback, your willingness and your efficiency when you're throwing the ball. Are you throwing it down the field? Um, 6.2 is is horrendous. So they got to figure it out on offense. And and it's the whole collective unit. It starts with Matt Canada. Like I said, I don't think he's going to last the season. Um, it's panic mode for the Steelers right now. The San Francisco 49ers, I'll go ahead and say it. This is the easiest decision. This is the easiest decision of all 32 teams. They're, they're the best team in the NFL. Like, yeah. Is there a hole with this team? The one question we had going in was Brock Purdy. He's playing like a top three quarterback right now. Yeah, he just, he, he's incredible. Yeah, he's not. He's, I mean, 
he's playing at such an efficient level right now. It's very hard to knock him. I mean, you got Christian McCaffrey, who I sat on this podcast and I said I would never trade a lot of running, a lot of picks for a running back. Um, and that's probably the worst take I've ever yeah, made. That is probably your worst. Take. That's probably the worst yeah. take I've I've probably ever had um, on this. A podcast so i will again i will apologize for that i mean apologize I, I, I mean heck i didn't know that christian mccaffrey was just gonna go and maybe win the mvp like you could make an argument that this guy is the most valuable player which is friggin' insane to say because the position that he plays is like the most replaceable position of yeah. any position in sports but Nobody can replace what Christian McCaffrey is doing right now, even though I said just about a year ago today on this show that I would never trade a boatload of picks for a running back. I am completely wrong. I will swallow my words. San Francisco 49ers Nation, I've already seen you guys do it before. You can flame me again. Go ahead, flame me. Um, call me all the, your bad words that you want to call me, but your team is the best team in the NFL right now, and a lot of that goes to the, goes to the uh, running back that I said I would never trade for. So... Um, yeah, I think the San Francisco 49ers belong in that tier. And if, if there was a way that we could like put them in the front, I yeah, think, I'm gonna do that right you know, now. yeah, like let's yeah, do that. Yeah. Right. Get those, get, those yeah, get them in the front, get them in the front. Yeah. Don't worry about the other order. Get yeah, them in the front. Now, now everyone thinks everything's ordered. <laughs> it's not. It's not ordered. Just that, just that one team. Just that one team. All right. Four teams left. The Seattle Seahawks. Now, like I said, they're in that same board as the Giants. They've only played three games because of when we're recording this. Um, but I, I'm a big admirer of the Seahawks. I'm going to throw them in, in solid. Yeah, I think they're solid. I don't think they're contenders yet. No, they're not. They're I not. think they could grow into it. it for um, me, it's, it's consistency. Yeah, I, think, I feel like every yeah. game you're still kind of holding your breath, wondering what you're going to get from Geno Smith. So for now, I'm going to leave them in that solid area. Um, the Bucks are next, and are, are they also, like, we went from this tier being called very good, and then I think once we changed it to being called solid, we've gotten so comfortable with throwing teams in there. Are the Bucks meh, or are they actually for real? Because they're three and one. I, I think they're, like, they're not tough? meh. Like, they're definitely not meh. I don't think so either. <clears throat> it's just, is solid the wrong term for the Bucks? I mean, the three and one, Baker has looked, good he's not turning the ball over the defense like they just beat the heck out of the saints yeah i think they're solid I think they're put solid them in the solid like, put we them got in the, the rams solid. in there like yeah we, yeah i think we got the texans in there like i think they're, they they definitely deserve to be in that sort of area um titans up next <clears throat> i'll i'll put them yeah you no. know what maybe <laughs> We always disrespect the Tennessee Titans. Everyone does. No, nah, they're meh. They're just meh, man. Like they're meh. Like they're just like whatever. Like I don't know. Like they they go in and they they win games. They're just boring. Like they're just they're just a boring team. And they're they are. If you scroll, like if you open the dictionary, and the term meh was in the dictionary, you probably the see the Tennessee Titans there. So when Derrick Henry plays like he did yesterday, they'll win every week if that happens. But yeah, but like I it, don't know. when you're relying on one player to do that. Like, good luck. And I think Tannehill has regressed. Um, they're 2-2, two and two, though. They're fighting in that AFC South where every team has the same record. So they're going to be in it going forward in the season every week. But I think that's fair. Um, and then I think we can place the final team in that same team. Yeah, they're mad, too. I, I think they're just... <clears throat> 
again, they're like the Titans. They're just boring. Like, they're just a boring team. I'm kind of into Sam Howell, though. I will say that. Yeah, you, last you've week been when a he Sam did the grades, I've been a Sam Howell guy. I'm confident in him. I think for someone where he was drafted, what his expectations were, I think he is passing all the tests right now. And I'd be very excited if I were a Commanders fan, especially like they seem to have fight. They clawed their way back against the Broncos. They clawed their way back against the Eagles. I know they didn't win, but they wouldn't go away. So I'm I'm kind of into the commanders. Yeah. But but I, I'm not gonna put them any higher. Yeah, I think that's I mean, look, I'm looking at these tiers. I think we're pretty we nailed it, to be honest. I'm sure there are gonna be some ha- like I'm looking at probably the Texans. People are gonna be like, oh the Texans are right. And then or I'm sure we might get some hate by the Eagles fans for not having them in that top tier. But I mean, overall I think they're pretty fair. I think every single one. I love I'm loving that Broncos tier, though, to be honest. The Chicago Bears and the Broncos. That's a great that's a great tier. Great tier. I think if there's any changes I would make, I would just maybe drop the Dolphins and the Rams. But other than that, but I, I'm also of the opinion where, like, I'll I'll put them there. I think I was actually the one who wanted to have the Rams in solid just because I'm into Matthew Stafford and Puka Nakua. I think they're a fun team. They're not as boring as some of these no, other teams. No, they're fun. They're fun. They're so fun. We'll, we'll leave them in there, and I think they'll stay competitive for an NFC where, like, so many teams are going to be – Alive in that yep. wild card race. I think it's going to be a really, really fun season as we get down. But yeah, we're only four weeks in. Not even technically a quarter of the way through the season now that everyone plays 17 games. But there you have it. Our way too early tiers. Let us know what you think um, in the comments. And uh, yeah, grill us if uh, if you want. But uh, yeah, I think we're just going to move on yeah. the show to the rest of our usual segments. And I wanted to mention it earlier right off the top. Because I am absolutely scorching red hot in our locks. 2-0 and last week. 5-3 and on the season. And that's being 0-2 in week one. So really, I'm 5-1 and in the last three weeks. Don't let me get hot. Yeah, he's getting... We're, we're letting you get hot right now, Puck. We're letting you get hot. And I have a chance to move to 5-3 and as well. I mean, we are recording this before... Uh, the Seattle Seahawks uh, take on the uh, New York Giants, but I have the Seahawks plus one and a half too. Even though the line is now minus two, uh, so I got it early. I jumped oh, on yeah, it early. That's right, they're yeah. favorites now. They're right? favorites now. That line opened up plus one and so a half. So is that and now, scaring you at all, or no? Because nope, I remember looking. Not at, at all. I'm like, ha- I am doubling favorites? down. I'm remortgaging. Do you think I'm that's like a out. Saquon thing? Like because I don't know. But if a running think- back is worth two and a Two and a half points. I'd like to talk to whoever making the, the making the call. I don't know why anyone even thought Saquon was going to play in the first place. But, uh, yeah, I saw you just got ruled out moments before the game. But the original diagnosis was going to be weeks. So yeah, I thought that weeks. was a little weird. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you have a chance to join me at five and three. But regardless, both of us have shown some fight. We've turned it around after a tough week one. I do have the first pick this week, which I kind of don't like because I'm scared to maybe make the wrong decision with so many options available for me. But uh, I'll start off. I'm going to take another road team. Had some success with it a week ago. The Green Bay Packers got absolutely embarrassed on prime time against the Lions. But I think they've had a long week, and I think that's really going to help them. I'm going to take them minus two in Las Vegas um, to defeat a Raiders team that I just frankly don't believe in at all. I know it's a Devontae Adams game, you know, playing against his old team. But uh, I I think the Packers are going to win. Minus two. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a home underdog. 
I'm going to go with the LA Rams. I'm going to take them plus four and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that hasn't necessarily been the greatest against the spread so far. They're two and two after four weeks. Um, I just like the home dog team here. I think that's a lot of points. I think the Rams have the offense um, to keep the game close. Now, is Cooper Cup going to play this week? No. If that changes, I'm sure this this spread suddenly drops to three and a half. Um, but I think regardless, even without Cooper Cup, I think the Rams have the offense to keep it close to the Eagles. I think the Eagles ultimately do win the game, but I think the Rams are able to cover that four and a half point spread. And I, I'm willing to roll my dice with the home team here. I like it. I like it. Um, I, like I said, I'm big on the Rams. I just, you know, fought for them to be in that solid tier. So show me you're a solid team and keep it close against the very, very good Eagles team. With my last pick, maybe this is me getting a little bit too confident because, like I said, 5-1 and one in my last three weeks. I'm going to take a bit of a risk because the Cincinnati Bengals have given me no reason to believe in them. But I do still believe that eventually they're going to turn it around. There's no way you, you can convince me that Joe Burrow is truly a bottom five quarterback in the NFL like he's been playing so far. I think hopefully he's getting healthier. Jamar Chase, he's going to have a big, big breakout game. And I know he was good against the Rams a couple weeks ago, but I mean like a monster, monster game at some point. I'm going to take the minus three on the road in Arizona. Again, I don't want to discredit the Falcons or the, the Cardinals, not the Falcons. They're, they've, they've had a good season so far. They've been a tough team. But Bengals, if you told me four weeks ago that they'd be just three-point favorites against the Cardinals, I would have been like, what are you talking about? This is a massive, massive game. Go out and save your season. Um, you, you have to win. You have to win convincingly. Give me the minus three. That's my second pick. I like it, Puck. I like it. And I'm going to take a similar spread. Uh, this team is sitting at two-point favorites. Um, it's a divisional matchup, which gives me a little bit of a hesitancy. But I'm going to roll with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half. I think Anthony Richard, him. Oh, wow. The cyborg means. out of Florida is a dog. And I think he is unbelievable. He is almost must-watch TV so far in his young um, NFL season. You see that jump pass that he made? I think Aaron Don it was Aaron Donald was in his face. He had a jump pass, his feet were in the air, and he threw the ball on a rope to Michael Pittman Jr. at like the 45-yard line. I was like, that's probably the greatest throw I've ever seen, and he made it look like so effortless. So I'm willing to roll with Anthony Richardson and the Colts. I think this team is amazing to watch. I think they're super excited. I think the best is yet to come for the Colts. Um, I'm going to roll with Anthony Richardson. I'm going to take two and a half points. I think... Again, those are very two strong, two strong, strong picks. We're going to look to stay hot. Again, as always, this segment is sponsored by PointsBet, the world's greatest sports book. Use code BLITZ at sign up. And I mean, again, if you want to tell us, go ahead and tell us. If you want to fade us, go ahead and fade us. I don't recommend it, but do as you wish. If you want to lose, go ahead and lose. I can't, you know what I mean? Sometimes people don't want to listen. I think we got some good picks cooking here. I think we're looking at potentially two really good, dare I say, undefeated weeks. I, I would love that. I mean, you, you talked about tailing us. If you have tailed us so far, you would be potentially 10 and 6 through four weeks, which is, is pretty very good percentage. Good. Very, it's very good. good. It's, it's tough to beat Vegas, it's respectable. This is, this is hard. If you're just breaking even, you're doing something right in this world because clearly the sports books make a lot of money every year, so... Um, yes, once again, that is the segment, or that those are our locks sponsored by our good friends over at PointsBet. Use code Blitz when signing up. 
like you said. Um, and we'll now end off with our favorite, favorite segment, the Fantasy Start Sits. Every week, fantasy is such a roller coaster for me. I told everyone to start Roshan Johnson last week because Khalil Herbert's losing his role in the offense. And Khalil Herbert went off and exploded and had this massive game. And that is why you need to use Did It and trust the experts, not me, the experts, because you can FaceTime with people one-on-one on the Did It app. It is such a great feature. You can share your screen, show them your fantasy team. They'll they'll sit with you and literally direct you how to, how to build a winning lineup because clearly I'm not giving you that advice here. I just do the start sits because I like to participate in the segment, but I'm a disaster. You are on the did it app. I am. And you mentioned an expert. When you look at who I said last week, Nico Collins, he put up 163 yards and two touchdowns. I hope you listen. I don't say much on this podcast when it comes to um, educational information that you should be taking forward with you. But if there's one guarantee, it's you listen to who I say, get in those lineups and who I say, get out of those lineups. Right, and you could like you like you mentioned, talk to me on the Did It app. You can download it for free. First call is free. Um, you could call me. I can help you with your lineup. I can tell you you're gonna start. I can make you win your league. But we'll save that for another day. Right now, I'm gonna go with my must start to piggyback on what I just said about the Colts. Anthony Richardson, top five fantasy quarterback. I said it right here. He is. He might be the best quarterback going forward for fantasy purposes. I think this guy is amazing. I think he's a must-start every single week, unless you got like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, which I think he's going to be in that tier sooner rather than later. Anthony Richardson, I'm rolling him out every single week. And if you have him on your lineups, you feel confident that that, is going, that guy is going to put up a minimum 20 to 25 points weekly. I, I, I like it. I mean, I'm a big Richardson supporter, especially in the fantasy space. Um, but I'm going to go with Brees Hall, and I'm going to keep the trend rolling about running backs absolutely gashing the Denver Broncos because Devon A-Chain did it, Khalil Herbert did it, and Brees Hall has been one of the most efficient running backs in the NFL. So I really, really like this play. The Jets are eventually going to come to their senses and give him more touches Get Brees Hall in your lineup and maybe even trade for him now while his value is very low. But Brees Hall against the Broncos is a must start this week. And my sit, I actually do like that. Brees Hall, I, I, I do like acquiring Brees Hall. I think he's very cheap right now and I think the upside's only, uh, sorry, I think he's only going to go up. I think he's got massive upside. Um, back to the segment, sit. I'm going with Dak Prescott. Pains me to say it, but the Cowboys have converted on just 36.8% of red zone plays, which is concerning at the moment. And until Mike McCarthy gets a grip on what's going on down there, I think it's best to fade Dak Prescott because his ceiling is clearly a little capped as they're not scoring as many touchdowns as they should be. Um, I'm going to sit Dak until they prove that they can get their red zone woes um, sort of solved. I'm going to go over to sitting Miles Sanders, another running back. Yes, the usage has been great. The efficiency has been not. But I'm mostly looking at this Lions game, and that's who the Panthers are playing this week. Lions are nine-point favorites. I just think they're going to absolutely bleed the clock, wear down the Carolina Panthers, get an early lead, and just make a situation where the Panthers aren't going to have much time. They're not going to really be able to commit to the run. And that's just the Lions game plan. We saw Aaron Jones put up one point a week ago against this team. Miles Sanders is a far less efficient player than Aaron Jones. I'm not liking that matchup for him. I'm sitting him this week. 
Um, and there you have it. The Start Sits, powered by Did It. Make sure to download the app. First call is free and get an edge on everyone in your fantasy league. And that's the show for today. We're four weeks in. Uh, I think this is what, maybe our sixth episode of the season. I can't, we're having we're one, a blast. I can't believe we're already one month into the season. I can't believe it. But uh, that wraps it up for today. Uh, I had a blast again, as always. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple, Google, however you're listening to your podcast, make sure you like, you sub it. Um, if you listen to it on YouTube, uh, comment, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Um, we appreciate your support. We, your, your support. We have a ton of fun doing this. Um, we'll see you guys uh, next Tuesday. Take care. See you. Thank you.